Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic Our Way. This is show number 17. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And man, you are a trooper, I gotta tell you. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, Danny does another show uh, that's part of the, the QMark podcast thing network called And Another Thing. Yes. That's more non-Disney oriented, a little more adult variety. Quite explicit. Quite explicit, you know, more adult themes. It's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's a good discussion about this, that, and the other. And another thing. Sports, movies, comics. Yep. Guy stuff, geek talk, that kind of... <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of Disney-like, but in a different a different part of, uh, the, I, I guess, the uh, plane of existence. I've so got so speak. much geek in me that Disney can't contain it all. I need to let <laughs> it out in other areas. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I say he's a trooper because last night they, they, they recorded their show and you were up till... till what time were you all recording? One thirty in the morning, and then uh, by the time I got home, maybe two two thirty. And then you had to get up for work when or whatever. When you when when did you get up? Did the little one get you up this morning? No, the little one didn't. My wife uh, fortunately brings the little one to school because she has to be to work earlier than I do. Mm. Uh, so I, I ended up let's see, I ended up moseying then on to work around ten thirty ish. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, no, okay. no, not too bad at all. But you said work was kind of rough. Work was kind of rough today. Today was one of those days where um, it was just the fates had decided I was going to get nothing done, that everything was going to be a problem. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Yeah, it must have been because normally there's uh, a little unknown fact about Magic Airway. A lot of times when we're planning the show, uh, it's, it's me and Danny texting back and forth between at work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get together at night. Mm-hmm. So I noticed. You know, when when usually he doesn't text or as readily as he usually as quickly as he does or respond to me, I know he's either busy or something's going on or whatever. That's exactly what was happening. So it's, yeah, that's it was pretty thin. So we, you know, but I mean, we have a show for you, uh, so no worries there. But yeah, and then so now we're up again. It's it's uh, it was close though. It was close. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> so anyway, um, we got our show up and running. It's eleven o'clock at night, so we shouldn't be going as long as the the guys did. Hopefully. Eleven thirty ish, but yeah, no, eleven thirty ish. Yeah, I hope not. Oh no, yeah, I got to get home myself. But anyway, that's probably a lot more than you guys wanted to know. But <laughs> um, man, that's a little background insight as to how our shows go. You just wanted to give sp- you wanted to give them some uh, some insight into the sacrifices and the hardships that we go through. That's right to to bring them this wonderful the news piece of, of entertainment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is what we do, man. Why? Because we love it, <laughs> and we love you, ladies and gentlemen of the listening Why? world because Why? we love it. exactly it's, it goes back to that man it always goes back to that but anyway so dude this week i'm playing a gig mm-hmm. i'm playing uh for the new orleans gay men's chorus did you know we had one a gay man's chorus gay men's chorus yeah no i did not it's like they're actually quite good actually quite they're quite official good. yeah they're official <laughs> they have a i think they if i remember correctly they have a subscription type concert series you know, that people can buy tickets for, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's for the most part really well attended. And then every time in June is when they have their season finale, I guess. And so they usually go and hire a full orchestra to mm-hmm. accompany them for the stuff that they do. And usually it's some kind of themed concert. I'm not exactly sure what their other concerts are like, mm-hmm. what kind of rep to do. But I know the season finale is some kind of fun theme type concerts. Well, anyway, this uh, year happens to be cartoons and such like cartoon medleys and melodies 
or a medley of cartoon melodies, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. Merry so, melodies. Merry melodies, exactly. So I'm doing, I get to play, I'm playing one of the percussion parts. There's actually, you know, there's like three percussion players, which is a lot for a choir concert. Mm-hmm. You know, bass player, piano player, and three horns. So it's like a big group. But anyway, um, we're doing a lot of Bugs Bunny stuff, you know. <laughs> but if, if you guys, are, you know, grew up in the generation, you listen to Bugs Bunny, you know the music, mm-hmm. you know all the xylophone runs and all that craziness that happens, you know, it's just, it's, just, it's tough stuff. Mm-hmm. So I get to play that. They also have a Disney medley. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a, it's a, lot, it's a lot of fun. So bringing I'm playing, it full circle. Bringing it full circle, yeah. So I'm playing some Beauty and the Beast. You know, I'm playing a little bit of uh, some stuff from Tangled. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. to play a lot of those licks. You know, do a little Be Our Guest action, you know. All the, you know, so it's a lot of fun playing this kind of music. And, you know, if you happen to be, uh, this show comes out tomorrow. It'll be Friday. So if you happen to be listening Friday and you have nothing to do on a Friday night, come out to University of New Orleans. Uh, they'll be forming a concert. And I think the Disney medley part, or actually the whole concert will be fun because it's nothing but cartoons. I mean, they do Captain Caveman, <laughs> Mighty Mouse, dude, it's pretty. They act out, uh, if you remember the Bugs Bunny cartoon, What's Opera Doc? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, kill the rabbit. Yeah, kill, yeah. Elmer Fudd, right. They act out that whole thing. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so got some guy who dresses up in like the Viking outfit and, you know, how Bugs Bunny dresses up like a woman and stuff. So they all do that whole shebang from the cartoon. It's pretty great. So the people acting it out are the gay man's chorus? Yeah, well, there's a couple of people in the gay man's chorus and everybody else is singing the backup stuff. And they're all gay in the... It's, I'm assuming you got to be gay and a man to be in the gay man's chorus, right? I know a man at least. I mean, I'm, I guess I guess you'd have to be gay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. If, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, it is a chorus. Could gay mean happy in this? It could be. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know. I've never really asked as to um, what what their makeup is. If they allow just you know, if it's a man <laughs> in general, anybody just to join the group. I mean, but the majority I would say would be, you know. I'm actually, I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm stalling because I'm looking up the criteria to be in the chorus. Because they actually are having auditions. Are they? Yeah, uh, open auditions for the Game Man's Chorus. It, the New Orleans Game Man's Chorus? No Orleans kidding. Well, okay. you pulled it up pretty quick. Yes, I did. It, actually, it was taking a little while there. I was trying to stall until I, I was able to, to get a hold of it. Well, they don't give the criteria. But they do say that it is, uh, their primary purpose has been to serve the gay community uh, yeah. in and around Louisiana area. So there you go. Yeah, so if you happen to be a listener in the New Orleans area and you like to sing and stuff, man, by all means, go out for the, the New Orleans Gay Men's Chorus and you like to sing, I'm sure they'd love to have you. you know, absolutely. You know, so, uh, oh, and you do have to be gay. Oh, it does say that? Yes, it does. New Orleans Gay Men's Chorus is always looking for interested gay men with any or no singing experience to join us. Oh, well, well there you go. So if, if you want to be part of this, man, by all means, go for it. It's, 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 uh, it seems like it's a great time, you know, so do it. We've probably lost the listenership by this point. Uh, again, just a little more background. But, you know, this is quite an extended introduction, I must say. But, mm-hmm. you know, that goes along with the show that we're about to have. Because we're just doing just one big Q segment for this, for this particular show. Why? Because there's a lot of different things to talk about. There's not really one thing that we want to talk about hub-wise. Because everything doesn't really fit into one little ball. So this is going to be the Q. All right, for the first topic of discussion, I want to bring back something that we talked about last week regarding coolers. Um, I, just listening back when I was editing, I was like, you know, I really should clarify, just in case anybody's kind of listening to the show, wondering about coolers and stuff and want to do some research. But I decided to do some research to look for the official policies regarding the coolers in the parks. Because I think we could just kind of generally threw it out there. Um, but anyway, they have uh, specific policies for each of the parks. So I'm going to go ahead and read them. I'm pulling off at two different sites. Uh, one site defines it a little bit better than the other. But anyway, let's talk about the Magic Kingdom, 
regarding coolers. Small coolers, one that person can carry, will fit in t- or that can fit into the lockers under the train station are allowed. Okay. Uh, of course, the coolers will be inspected for glass and alcoholic beverages were not permitted in the park. Along with that, uh, Disney defines a small cooler as something that's 24 inches long by 15 inches wide by 18 inches high which uh, corresponds to the size of the lockers that are under the train station. Okay? Mm-hmm. Of course, it's got a fin under there. Um, any coolers larger than that, including ones that have wheels, are not allowed in the park. So uh, we talked about wheeling coolers. It's like, no, that's, that's, that's probably not a good thing. You know? I didn't think so because I never saw uh, anybody doing that right. in the parks. And it also seems like those things would be left everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's see. Let's go into Disney's Animal Kingdom. Of course, has all the animals. Um, they're all allowed only for medical purposes. If a guest is in need of medication, they may bring a cooler and store it in a locker. If it will not fit into a locker, the cooler will be kept at guest relations. Okay. Uh, coolers are not allowed in a theme park. Makes sense. Okay, because all the animals and stuff and environment. Coolers will be inspected, of course, for the same kind of stuff that I was talking about earlier. Um, this this other website kind of clarifies it a little bit more. Uh, yes, coolers are forbidden in the park. Um, only soft-shelled bags, such as backpacks, may be brought in. If you, uh, if, if you know that kind of stuff. Uh, so I guess you can keep like a bottle of water. Like I had my little ma- manly diaper bag and stuff that had like a, co- a little cooler-esque type thing. I guess for the bottle, designed for the bottle. But I keep a water thing in there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you could probably bring one of those in, and it's just fine. And I've actually walked in that park with that cooler, and it's totally fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, MGM Studios, again, same thing. Small coolers that will fit into lockers. Epcot, exact same thing. Uh, small coolers that will fit into there. You know, same thing as uh, everything else I've talked about. The water parks, the only thing that's a little bit different. Um, coolers of a size that may be safely carried. Okay, not necessarily roll, but if you can carry it, or permit it. Because something that can be safely carried, if it's so big that you're carrying around, you're, you, every time you turn, you're knocking somebody over. Mm-hmm. I would assume that's not a safe thing. No, not at all. <laughs> okay, uh, there's just keep in mind when you go to the water, water parks. Of course, there's no glass containers or alcoholic beverages allowed, and there's no storage area for the coolers. So you got to keep uh, you know keep that with you at all times and keep track of it when you take it into park. Okay, so yeah, if you t- want to bring in a cooler, man, by all means do that. I've seen people bring in those little Camelback things. You know, like some people like uh, from Bandcamp or everything else, people that go camping and have the Camelback. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Uh, what you mean. keep water in there, whatever mm-hmm. else. People do that, and that's totally fine. People, uh, you can bring that in. Um, I, I guess they don't want anything large, like you might see at Mardi Gras or whatever. You're rolling around, <laughs> you know, like your um, uh, whatever, the igloo thing on wheels and stuff like that. So, anyway, that's just a, a couple pieces of information. I got one from the USA Today and another one from the Diz uh, WW Info. Uh, website so to kind of clarify everything regarding coolers so hopefully that answers some of your questions all right so next up man uh, we're going to talk about these new paint jobs on the buses yeah um, we for those guys about, that yeah, yeah yeah we meant to talk about that last week yeah we might talk about last week we totally forgot um but anyway if you follow us on facebook you notice that we posted uh this little uh photo shoot that this guy all in wdw.com posted on his website uh pictures of the new paint jobs he was down there and you know he's, he did a great job he's got the bus coming and going so you can see the front the side and the back as it's pulling away and kind of see what the new paint job looks like and so i put that up on the boards and so danny what do you think of this man it seems so ordinary i mean uh, the other ones 
not like they were anything special, but you know, they, it did, the old ones did pop. It did. <laughs> yeah. There was a sense of fun. It was since when I see these, I mean, it's like Battleship Gray with <laughs> blood red, <laughs> yeah, and, and white trim. It, there's just there's nothing about it that screams you're about ready to go into a land of fun and magic and wonder. It it just seems so plain, so boring. Um, you know, I can't sit here and say that, you know, I hate them. I, I, I mean, really, those buses, <laughs> by, yeah. by the second or third day you're there, you're just so happy to see one pulling up. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I don't care what, <laughs> I don't care what the paint scheme is, but right. uh, just looking at it now, eh, I think they could have done better. Yeah. You know, it takes me back to 1980s Epcot. That's a funny really? thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's the, it's this, the grayish, the silver's grayish kind of look to it like the predominantly color you know because it reminds me of some of like those old cast member uniforms that were in future world that were predominantly like silverish grayish type thing with the like the little pinstripe colors i was gonna say like maybe if the uh, they swapped out the red with purple and you had that purple and and, and gray yeah Isn't that more along the lines of the color scheme yeah or? Uh, as to epcot yeah yeah probably so but it does remind me i mean i know there's some uh, i forget which uh, pavilions but i'm sure there's some that had a little bit of color like that not mm-hmm. a lot but about as small as that hmm. you know you know it's funny i look at these pictures it's like the, the gray seems to blend in with the asphalt pretty well yeah you know it'd be nice if it was something that popped kind of like their road signs like mm-hmm. if it was like a red and red and purple ro- uh, bus right or just but something that just like just really really pops you know, like the, the old, the old buses. I mean, they would they normally also would put things in the windows, like little decorations, uh, balloons, or, or characters, oh, right, right. stuff like that. Um, I just can't imagine them putting anything in the windows and any decorative um, and have it and have it go along with the right because it's so plain. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty urban. You know, pretty uh, pretty urban city type looking bus now, more mm-hmm. so than like vacation land uh, type place. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm, I keep scrolling through these pictures. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. I could get used to it, of course. You know, I got used to the other ones. But then I think those are an improvement over the ones that they had before. Do you remember, like, yes. way back? Yes. The, the orangish? No. I, well, I don't even know what color it was. You call I, I think the, new, the, uh, the, the buses that they're getting rid of were an improvement over the ones that were right. there before. So would you say this? I mean, I don't know. Did, would it take time for you to, to grow on you? Or do you think you would like to see something better? You know, I think in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to care so much, but yeah. there's always going to be that sense of nostalgia, much like, you know, there is when you get on the bus nowadays. I mean, do you really mind so much that the bus driver isn't talking to you? Maybe not, but I remember a time when they did, and it was a lot more fun. I know. It's always a special treat when they do. <laughs> yeah, when they would tell stories or make jokes or whatever. I mean, the bus drivers, before they're... The, you know the spiel of, of where you were going and what was going to be in there right you know uh was played out throughout the uh, bus on the audio system yeah they used to talk to you and they used to interact with you and it was a lot more fun to ride the buses yeah now nah, it's it's not going to be anything that ticks me off when i go back that yeah it, it doesn't exist anymore but there's a sense of loss there just like you know getting on these buses yeah doesn't doesn't seem to have that same you know, I wonder if the inside's any different, if the seats are a different color, if the, uh, the atmosphere is any different inside. I'd be curious to see if anybody's gotten any interior shots of these new painted buses. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe our boy at All in WDW can check that out for us, do a little research and see. Get some more pictures of that. Uh, you know, let's compare this to the, let's take it a different direction, compare it to the other buses. Like, let's say Disney's Magical Express buses and that paint job. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think? What do you, you know, does it, does it fall along the same lines? Well, let's do the whole gamut. Does it fall along the same lines as far as like that color scheme as well as the cruise line buses? Have you seen the cruise line buses? It has like yes. the red, white, and the black and all that kind of thing. It, it has like the portholes. Portholes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, again, that, that to me says, okay, you're going on a cruise. Right, exactly. You know, when I see uh, the Disney buses as they were. Yeah. It says to me, "Hey, you're going to uh, you know, you're going to a fun place." Yeah. When I see that, I don't think fun so much. And yeah. it, even the Magical Express, um, you think it's too sterile? I'm sorry. You think these are too sterile? This color scheme, a little bit. Yes. Ish. Yes, I do. Yeah. The Magical Express was a little plain for me as well, but I, I like the little Mickey logo that they have. With yeah. the, it's almost like it's... A, um, the colors of that bus are kind of unique, though. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know what colors they are. It's like a bluish and a kind of greenish-yellowish yeah. kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. different. You yeah. know, it stands out. It is. It stands out. It doesn't really do anything because it has to be both happy and sad at the same time you know? because that's one of the happiest sights and the saddest sights that you're ever going to have yeah, you're when right. you go to the park because <laughs> uh, it's a love-hate relationship exactly. with the bus so they can't be too fun when they pick you up <laughs> because when you get there y'all jazzed up and then you have to board that exact same bus yeah. and you're in a funky mood because you got to go back yeah um, I, the Magical Express buses didn't don't bother me so much yeah. the, the newer buses do you know, I um, I was thinking, man, why not like a solid color? And this is why I say that. When you think Mears buses, what color do you see? Like the old Mears buses that used to travel around a lot. Do you remember? Were they white and yellow? That's yeah, they're white and yellow. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of yellow on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And see, I wouldn't mind something that would be kind of on the same lines as that type of color scheme. Mm-hmm. Which, like, if you see, even if you can't see the lettering, mm-hmm. but you see the colors, you know... Mm-hmm. You could say, oh, that's a Disney bus. Or, like, from far away, I can tell, oh, that's a Disney Cruise Line bus. Okay. You know? Or, oh, that's definitely a mere shuttle mm-hmm. kind of deal, you know? I think that should be kind of neat. I'd have to, I don't know. I have to see. I'm, I'm looking at these pictures again and see far away if I have that same kind of recognition. Mm-hmm. You know? See, I'm looking at the Mirrors shuttle buses, like you were saying. Like, the Mirrors buses themselves, are, they're just yellow and black, almost like a school bus. Right. Uh, but I've never had to take those because we always do the Mirrors Auto Shuttle yeah. because whenever we would... What's the Mirrors Auto Shuttle? Whatever. The Mirrors Auto Shuttle is like a little shuttle van that's all oh, white I gotcha, with I gotcha. the yellow and black Mirrors Auto Shuttle banner yeah. and we would always take that when we, when you would stay at a Disney hotel yeah. and you didn't have a car and you needed to go ahead and, and hop to, say, Universal. Right. That was what you did. Oh, yeah, you went okay. to the front desk and somebody slowly and... Just slid over the number to the mirror shuttle and said, right. "Well, there's this, but uh, we don't know anything." Right, right, right. And then right. you contacted Mirrors, and they charge you an arm and a leg to come and pick you up and take you to Universal Studios. So and this it, is with your big group, the big family that usually travels yes. or something. Yeah, okay. But it, they only did it by the auto shuttle. You know, mm-hmm. it was only like you know, there was only like room for like eight or ten people, and there was never a big, big, big bus that we took. I wonder if you could rent a van like at, at that National Rent a Car and that oh, I forget what the other one, the Budget. That's on property mm-hmm. by the AAA. I wonder if you could rent a van if that would have been cheaper. I don't know. To do. Or maybe at least the same price. But yeah. then you'd be afforded a little bit more freedom. But anyway, okay. So, this overall rating of the buses, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 it's, a, it's, it's, I was, you know, on a scale this, of like what, one to ten? Well, let's do this. One to five? Uh, the old po- podcast called Band and Mouse. So, you know, I used to love that show. And mm-hmm. they used to do a thing called Wind Fell or Meh. <laughs> Meh. 
Meh. Okay. Definite meh. I would say so. I'd say meh with maybe a hopes of maybe getting used to it. I don't know. We'll have to see. So yeah. maybe like a meh plus. I don't think they ever did that, but we did that. Yeah, I mean, it's a bus. I don't imagine ever getting used to it. It'll just be a bus. <laughs> you know, I like the, the buses they have now. With, it's all mo- predominantly white with the, mm-hmm. the little lettering. Your lettering, you know, it had mm-hmm. Disney off-centered. Yeah, not off-centered. It was like angled, tilted, mm-hmm. going up, half cut off. Like, well, not yeah. half cut up, but like the D wasn't wasn't all the way on there. Right, it's like the glass kind of cut into the logo, which was actually right. kind of cool. And then transport in purple, and I think it was yellow, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or gold or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Is it? Let me let me let me look at this closer. Oh no, it's all on red. Okay, you talking about that? Oh they, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I like those buses. I do. That makes me happy whenever I see them. It does. This makes me sad. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going from met to fail. <laughs> oh really? I'm still, st- I'm still saying it meh plus. I don't know. I'm playing, but yeah, it, it it does seem the difference between the two is is night and day. Yeah. So Danny's got what website is that? Danny's got the pictures. Oh, okay. I see. This SI Live. SI Live. Yeah, he's got the two pictures of the two buses back to back. Hmm. Maybe if I can find it, I'll put that up on our Facebook or something and, and put, like, the three buses. <laughs> I'll get the one from the 80s and stuff. And oh, there was a side. I did see that one. Oh, really? Yeah. There was a, I got, yeah. I'll have to look, at the, look into that, see if I can find it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But anyway, all right, so there's our ratings for the buses and our thoughts. All right, the next thing I want to chat about with you is a couple of things on the Disney Junior uh, t- television station uh, network. I know it per well. Se. You know, you know it well, I know it well. We got kids that we both of us have kids of that age, so it's always on. <laughs> yes. It's always been DVR'd or whatever else or whatever you do or Hulu'd or, or Netflix or whatever. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple of things that bother me. <laughs> All right. Um, it's silly, but, you know, my, my daughter loves Princess Sophia, right? You know, okay. the newest princess on the block. She's a big, big fan. Okay. All right. They got this uh, wizard or uh, Merlin magician type dude called Cedric. He's like the bad guy of the show. I guess he's like the bad guy. But not really. Be, yeah, not really. He's kind of, he's a very weak bad guy, but he has a very pointy nose. You know, he's almost like, uh, um, uh, who's, who's that guy in Harry Potter? The um, um, Half-Blood Prince. What's his name? Uh, 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 oh, I can't think of it. Which, like, explain the character. He's a, he's a, he, had a, he was a, a Slytherin. He was a professor. Oh, Snape? Snipe. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's like Snipe. <laughs> Snape. Uh, Snape. 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 Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he kind of reminds me of him because he's kind of like good and bad. Right. All rolled into one. But anyway, so Sophia, right, she's a new princess, always calls him Mr. Cedric. Right? Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Cedric, and he always corrects him. It's Cedric, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, why can't this girl get this dude's name right? <laughs> I don't know why, but that bothers the dickens out of me. It's like, girl, Sophia, dear, it's Cedric. <laughs> Can you say Cedric for me, please? You know? So, and even her dad, her stepdad, I guess, her stepdad says it's Cedric, you know? But she still insists on saying Cedric. Okay, it's cute. Uh huh. All right, little girl, you know, she doesn't quite get it. Yeah, my daughter's still saying kind of things. But man, I don't know why, but every time she says Cedric, it's just like, you know, it just nails on a chalkboard for me. You think it, it it's meant to uh, show that she's given, well, <laughs> just giving this guy a little reason to, to to not be so nice to her. I guess so. I you know I, I after a while I guess I'd feel the same way. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, woman or girl, it's Cedric, for goodness sake, man. <laughs> Cedric. You know? Not Cedric. Does your daughter mind? Does she, does she get no, she cross with Princess Sophia and like, what's wrong with her daddy? She's no, no. I, I'm always the one that brings it up. <laughs> I'm always the one that takes issue with it. And she's like, yes, I'm that sad. And she's like, <laughs> dad, it's a freaking cartoon. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> no, she's just watching. She doesn't, she doesn't even pay attention to me. I think she, she, she ignores my rants. <laughs> Whatever else. But all right. So that, that's number one. Okay. All right. Number two, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the show. It's cute. My little one likes it, enjoys it. I have no complaints about this. All right. So one day I'll admit this on the air. You know how they do the hot dog dance at the end, mm-hmm. and every one of the characters has their own little dance. Yeah. Have you ever tried to dance that exact dance with them? Like, like try to do like Goofy's dance or Daisy's dance. I-, I couldn't get my hat to jump off my head and land in the exact same spot over and over again. Well, like- I could get my if it was Goofy's <laughs> dance, I could get my arms and legs to do that at that fast of a tempo at that jarring of a movement. And I can't even do Mickey's movement. <laughs> Yes, I'm admitting that I've done this in the privacy of my own home with nobody home. No, I, I ignore it. I, I, I digress. It's just me and the kids. And it's like, you know, I think I'm going to try this. <laughs> you know? And you're it, sure it's not a lack of rhythm? No, it's not a lack of rhythm. <laughs> no, I guarantee it's a lack of rhythm. It's a lack of maybe I'm not that nimble. <laughs> I'm not a dancer. You know, I'm a musician. Right. Um, so maybe I can't move that well. So maybe, maybe I, that's what I do. I need to find a dancer and see if they can mimic the movements. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, I, I can't move in the movements. I can, even Daisy's thing. She does this little thing with her fingers and, I, and, and, her, and her foot, and I can't, I can't get my limbs to move that fast from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. I'm almost resigned to think it's only something, a dance that a computer-generated cartoon thing could do mm-hmm. in that tempo and that time, with that extreme of a movement. Mm-hmm. That's really over in analyzing a dance. But <laughs> needless to say, I tried it and it hurt. You know... I get ticked off like watching it and they always have the handy helpers do things for them like open their doors and mix their bowls and do that's like nice huh yeah I look at that kind of stuff and that's the kind of stuff that that, that irks me yeah it's like this teaches kids to you know like just knowing how to do it is fine the help will take care of the rest right 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 you know so that's the kind of stuff that it, you know in watching mickey mouse clubhouse that's yeah. that to me the dancing part of it i I'm, i can't say i ever tried it yeah my child doesn't even try it. she doesn't dance or anything like that she <laughs> she just watches in stone mesmer she's just mesmerized, mesmerized. Yeah. yeah um you know I, I i can i can i can let mickey have a pass on that Okay, because th- mm-hmm. if you think about it, the old cartoons and stuff that the stuff that Mickey's been through, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the stuff with the sorcerer's hat, you know that's that's kind of horrifying. Yeah, can't control the hat. Nope, all heck breaks loose. You know, right. um, when he had what was that he did that story about uh, uh, Peter and the the beanstalk and mm-hmm. he had to fight the giant and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that's rough. <laughs> you know that's rough. You know Steamboat Willie has to drive that steamboat. Mm-hmm. He's got that big old, uh, big old dude after him or whatever. I was gonna call him Bluto, but that's Popeye. You know, it's like that that other guy, Pete. Pete, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's, in fact, he's in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Did you know he was a cat? I did know he was a cat. Up up until the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, I thought for sure Pete was a dog. Right, right, right. And every single time that I saw him in one of the old cartoons, I'm like, that's that's a dog. I, mean, I never recognized him to be a cat until they started doing it on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But, you know, I had this conversation with my babysitter about that because she was asking me, you know, I guess she had a trivia question or something that said, Did you, you know, she asked me if I knew what Pete was. I said, yeah, it's a cat. Mm-hmm. But uh, he started off as something else and I can't remember what it was. 
I could have swore it was a dog, but then again, they have so many half dog hybrids. <laughs> you can't never tell. Uh, yeah, that's true. Like, like Goofy. I guess the, Goofy's a dog. Yeah, Goofy's a dog hybrid kind of thing. Yes. Whereas Pluto's a dog, but not. You know, and that's why I love Pluto. Pluto's my favorite Disney character. And really? why? Because I know he's a dog. And he's an actual <laughs> dog. You know, he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he kinda, he's kind of Scooby-ish right. in, his, in his speech, but he doesn't talk. You yeah. know, he's, he's a dog. He's, he's Mickey's pet. Right. You know, he pets him. He, 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 Mickey gives him a bone. He buries the bone. You know, he acts mm-hmm. like a dog. Yeah. You know, Mickey's a mouse. Does not act like a mouse. No, you're right. <laughs> not at all. Now, let me ask you this, though. Uh, piggybacking off of what you said about Princess Sophia, does it then tick you off every single time Goofy cannot pronounce Mousecatool? No, that doesn't bother me as much. I don't know why. Because he's goofy. Because he's goofy. Yeah. Yeah. So you, but Princess Sophia, you're like, she she shouldn't be that stupid. She's a she's a little <laughs> she she's got some intelligence. I'll, right. g- I'll give her that. Okay. You know, she's smart. She's got some street smarts. You know, she ha- wasn't raised in the hoity-toity castle and stuff. She's got some experience from like living in the village and everything else. You know, so I mean, surely somebody somewhere has, was named Cedric. <laughs> In the village, you know, he can't. That, 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 okay, I'm, I'm about to go off again, but um, well, maybe next time you go to Disney, since Princess Sophia is appearing now, um, you can I can ex- ask her why you can ask her to please stop doing it because it it, it makes you want to reach through the TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want. I don't know if I want to go all <laughs> that bad, but. I mean, you know. Is she a walk-around character? I know they have her in... Princess um, Sophia? They have her in the... Uh, uh, what's that? The Mickey Mouse Club Live? Or no, the uh, Disney Live on Stage uh, program? Right. But I didn't know if like she appeared outside of the... Um, you know, outside of the... Uh, what you call it? The, uh, as a walk-around? Yeah, as a walk-around character. Huh. Probably not, I would think. Because in order to do it, you'd have to get a young girl. And I don't think Disney is in the... Uh, business of hiring children to be oh probably not face characters yeah yeah i don't think i've ever seen one i wonder if they would do that i don't know i mean they do jake yeah and jake is you know is portrayed as a uh you know i mean he's a walk around character who isn't portrayed as a little boy i mean he's he's portrayed as uh you know as he looks right so i'm wondering if maybe that's the deal huh maybe so i don't know but I don't see a picture of a walk around Princess Sophia, so I, I doubt it. Oh boy, you, you know that'd be pretty popular if they had like a setup, like kind of like Brave, like Merida. Mm-hmm. If they had a Princess Sophia picture thing, I yeah. think that that'd be pretty cool. You know, I, speaking of which, you know, make Disney Live and say I saw it like the first day it came out when they did the redo thing. Mm-hmm. They, they got rid of the little Einsteins. They added Princess Sophia and Doc McStuffins and all that into the lineup. You know, they had Jake mm-hmm. and they have, um, a, of course, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse right. into the show. I liked it, but I liked little Einsteins too. So I kind of yeah. miss that. You know, I enjoy I enjoy little Einsteins. You know, I wish that that didn't go away. I forgot what the other show that left um, Disney Live on stage. But anyway, yeah. It, it's, Pushing mostly more the new ones, you know. Even on the on the on the the, the TV, television station, you know, I, I still see Einstein's, but not as much as it used to be. I right. really liked Einstein's. Obviously, of course, because I'm a musician. You know, yeah. they, they always dealt with music and also dealt with art. Right. You know, which is actually a really really cool little lesson. You mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, I'll give Princess Sophia that. You know, she kind of her show is kind of set up like a like a musical production. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, she does her own little songs and stuff that kind of go along with the story. You know, and this, that, and the other. So it's kind of almost like a little Broadway show. It's, it's, it's cute. You know, it's, it's, it's neat. 
All right, next up in the queue, because, man, it seems like this line's taking forever. <laughs> and we must be in Toy Story line or something, you know? Yeah. This, this, this is like a hundred and something minute wait, <laughs> you know, in a crowd level of like two. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just want to read this email. We got an email from another one of the listeners. Well, actually, you know, we've, we've heard from this listener before. I just will give him another shout out. This is our, our man Lee from Texas. Um, I don't just want to read his email. He says, great, title, great show. Hey guys, uh, I just wanted to say thanks for the great podcast. It was a big help filling up part of my drive time this week. Um, I have to put down Crescent Pine Sausage Company on my to-do list and may try to check it out next week. Uh, he says he'll be in New Orleans for two days and Baton Rouge for one, which was this week. You know, the, the past couple of days that we're in, uh, that he, he's been, he was in town, the, this, this week that we're recording the show. And he says so he's here right now? Yeah, well, he, had, he just got back home. He was in like oh. two days ago in New Orleans. And then he went to Baton Rouge yesterday afternoon, and now he's back home. Okay, oh, But anyway, he went to Crescent Pie and Sausage. You got to be kidding. Yeah, I, I, I kid you not. And uh, he says he had an awesome time. He, he just, he just at to his word, he said it was redonkulous. It was just, he loved it. <laughs> he had one of the pizzas, he said. Mm-hmm. And I forgot which pizza. He said, I think it was the one with the chicken and uh, the one that we've ordered. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, the Mid-City Slammer. Yeah, the Mid-City Slammer. I believe that's, what, that's the one he had. He said it was, it was awesome. He didn't get a chance to try the sausage, but if he would have done that, I think he would have exploded. Because oh. <laughs> that's a lot of food, you know? <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so if you're listening, yeah, next time go back, try those sausages, man. They're killer. Like I said, they're made in-house, so, you know, it's good. It's fresh and all that. Yeah, and then, they, yeah it's made in-house, all right? And then, and then they tell us that? Oh, yeah, yeah, They smoke yeah. it all in-house. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke it all in-house. Yeah, mm-hmm. incredible. Anyway, so he did that. Um, so good for him. And he has this to say, to add. He, say, um, he says, I am so down with having some Wreck-It Ralph in the parks. If you remember from that show where we were talking about the Wreck-It Ralph makeover of the Tomorrowland Transit, uh, not Transit Authority. Tomorrowland Speedway, right? Which actually would be pretty killer. Uh, the Sugar Rush idea is phenomenal. There is so much room to work with that it could really be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have done that theme with Test Track as well. I haven't been on the new Test Track, but from what I hear, it would be a huge improvement. What do you think of that? Having uh, like a record route, like the I guess the racing type thing. I've been on the new Test Track. I, anything could be an improvement from what they did. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. You, you know? know, but. Uh, I don't know that they get a say so in that. I think that's GM, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's GM's thing. They, you know, GM's that's what like, they wanted. Yeah. Sorry, we don't want the focus to be on your your character. We want it to be on our car. Right, right. Then, because I really do think that, um, and I don't remember where I heard it that um, it was supposed to be Tron. Right. The redo and. That would have been neat, actually. Yeah. I would have been down with that. And GM was like, no, what else you got? And they're like, oh, well, I guess we can do this. Yeah. And really, so much of what they originally came up with was from the Tron idea. Right. And you can kind of tell that it's... They just kind of morphed it into what yeah, they wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Just, they, they did it, and you're pretty much driving a car in a digital world, yeah. and it really makes... It, it's really kind of frustrating, because you're like, yeah, they should have just went with the Tron idea, because I don't... I don't find it to be any better than what the, than what yeah. they used to have. I mean, granted, it's it's still a great advertisement for GM, but I think they really would have been even more exposed if, like, the GM. It's like here's GM sponsoring this Tron attraction. See, I don't even you know, know that it's a great advertisement for it. I mean, and Aaron and I kind of covered it in, in those little field reports that we did. Yeah. Where the cars that you see when you walk out of the ride really have nothing to do with the ride itself because right. the cars that you're driving are all these fantastic computer model futuristic yeah. cars, and even the stuff that you're walking around and you're seeing in line isn't real. Right. 
So when you walk out and you see all these cars, they're not really rare, unique cars. They're, they're cars you can find anywhere. It's, it's yeah, not, but the fact is that you still know it's GM. You say, think Test Track or World of Motion, it's still GM. So it's in, at least it's in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know whether you'd buy the vehicle or not, but at least they, they know it's, they're in existence in a very public eye kind of thing. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they get a different response overseas or whatever. I would love to know how many cars they sell. I'd be curious myself. Yeah. Especially from that. Um, anyway, so to continue, continue Lee's email, he says, uh, uh, what I would love to see would be an arcade themed after Wreck-It Ralph with nothing but retro games. Pac-Man, Qbert, Tempest, Tron, Defender, Galaga, a, a QIX, Kicks, is that what it's called? Q, wait, say it again? He, he said, it, it, there's a game called QIX. I, I'm at the, I have to YouTube that one, see if I can find it. But, I, but dude, Defender, I used to love the Dickens out of Defender and Galaga. Galaga was like a really fun game for me. But yeah, man, totally, absolutely. I mean, we, to, we, we I think we mentioned on the show that'd be absolutely a great way to make an arcade, you know, especially if you have it that arcade by uh, Space Mountain or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, and what if they had an actual Wreck-It Ralph arcade game? Being an 80s kid, I missed the classic arcade games, you know? I think the kids are nowadays are calling them internet cafes or gaming cafes. Well, they do have Wreck-It Ralph arcade machines now. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen Where? Disney World? Or just um, anywhere? No, not anywhere. I think it is in, in Disney World. I'm trying to... I know I have it from my iPhone. I have a Wreck-It Ralph video game on my iPhone. Are you serious? Well, do it's that? on my wife's iPhone. Yeah, they got one on, on... I'm sure they got one for your phone. You got the Samsung. So I'm sure they got a video game there for that. It's actually kind of neat. But like the video game in the movie would be called Fix-It Felix Jr., right? Or Fix-It Felix? Yeah, yes, Fix-It Felix Jr. Fix-It yeah. Felix. Yeah, you're right. Um... Fixit Felix Jr. is in the parks. It, it is at the uh, the Tomorrowland Arcade, and uh, it's at Disney Quest. It's the other place that we were able to locate it. Right, it might even right. be some other places as well. Um, but yeah, they they do have the games. It is in the park somewhere. Um, no word on how much it costs to play it. I'm wondering if it's a quarter. I'll be great. You know, you know, to go along with Lee's retro arcade idea, man. Let's make it retro prices. <laughs> you yeah. know, quarter, you know, and because then kids can like take their quarter and stick it on the game again to, you know, signify it's their turn up mm-hmm. kind of deal. I remember that kind of deal. Yeah. Um, all right. So here's, here's another point he brings up. He says on a whole different level, why not just expand Pixar Place into a full blown land? Forget about Avatar Land and spend the money there. Well, I'm definitely with him on forget about Avatar Land. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with him on that. But I, I'm thinking that Lee wrote us this, this email prior to the announcement of uh, Star, Wars Star Wars Land. Star Wars Yeah, which we're about to... Actually, this makes a great, uh, makes a great segue. So just to finish out his email, it says, Looking forward to the next podcast. You guys have a great week. Uh, and you too, man. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that. thanks for listening, dude. Yeah, thanks for listening. Appreciate you writing in. And again, uh, for the guys that you want to write in, we'll read your email on the air. Uh, you can write us at magicourway at gmail.com. Um, and we'll, we'll check it out. You know, we'll, we'll reply to your emails as soon as possible. I mean, we're not in as big demand yet, so we will definitely be on time. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a trip question, you know, definitely send it to us. We'll, we'll give you our take on it, mm-hmm. whatever else. But anyway, uh, but yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the Star Wars land thing, man. We posted this on our Facebook as well. Um, I'm just trying to, to pitch it because I think Lee has a very good idea, but I mean... I'm sure everyone's heard the rumors already. And, and, uh, but, I mean, yeah. if, they, if you're putting Star Wars land back there, there's already talks about putting Cars Land, Cars land right. back there. Pixar Land? I mean, Hollywood Studios needs a lot of work. Well, Cars Land, I guess, would have to fit in the Pixar Land because that's technically a Pixar. 
I mean, breaking it down in the four. I mean, but it'd be like Pixar Land, broken like predominated by cars. I guess if they decided to do that, right? So you're saying that Cars Land would then become part of Pixar Land? It'd be a subset of. Well, it would have to be right because Cars is a Pixar movie. I mean, you can yeah. have if they want to do a Pixar Land, you could take the big ride. You know, uh, take the big ride. That's a, what was the name of that ride? Uh, uh, the cars ride out in Disneyland. Oh, the Radiator Springs. Yeah, Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah, um, you take that ride, put it, plop it in. Um, you have the Toy Story Mania. Uh, you could probably think up something for some of the other movies. Maybe but it, it seems like it'd be like a land within a land. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you're right, but at the same time, but it wouldn't be a full blown land. Like if 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 they want to do, be, a, wouldn't it be funny if they had like you know Toy Story Mania one the it right. Would, and then maybe they put in the uh, the Monsters Inc. coaster that's been long rumored. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, so you have these small representations of these movies and then a whole land based upon a, a, a recreation of... Um, Radio Springs? Radio Springs. Oh, and I'm sorry. And A Bug's Land. Uh, you know, A Bug's Land from uh, California oh, Adventure. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not the Bug's Life movie, which is in Animal Kingdom, but right. like the whole Bug's Land like they yeah. do over in... Um, in California, California Adventure, Adventure right, maybe right. do something like that and do a whole Pixar land like that. I don't. Hey, I just I just had a thought for Pixar attraction. What's that? And um, you know characters in flight. Okay. Right. Imagine if you had that same setup, but with the house from up. People get in the house. It's a house in flight. I guess <laughs> you know it wouldn't be characters in flight. It'd be a house in flight. It's a flight. The house goes up. Mm-hmm. House comes down. Or a house goes up, you get a great view of MGM or MGM mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Comes back down and you're done. Now, granted, it'll be down a lot of times because you know if there's a lot of wind or if it's raining and stuff, it wouldn't go up. But still, wouldn't that be cool? You see this big yellow house and then with a bunch of balloons. Well, what looks like a bunch of balloons? I would love to hear the safety spiel for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't be the boy outside of the house, uh, the book Cub Scout or uh, little Cub Scout outside of the house when the house takes off. Right. You know, maybe they can have a cast member that does that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be kind of funny. But wouldn't that be neat? I think that'd be neat. Yeah. Now, granted, the furniture inside the house probably couldn't move around like it does in the movie. That'd be probably be a, a bad, safe thing. No, yeah, yeah, they would have to bolt the, but, you bolt know, the furniture to the floor. Yeah, I bet you the Imagineers figure out a way to make that safe. Oh yeah, yeah, but that'd be kind of cool. I think that'd be hip, like a, like a uh, uh, that uphouse ride, uphouse the house oh, from up ride. Let me ask you this: like with the failure that is Cars Two, yeah, do you think <laughs> that they think twice about doing the Cars Land over in? Uh, in Hollywood Studios, considering now that they own the Star Wars property, mm, I I don't know. Just because it's done done so well at Disneyland, don't you think? Especially the Radiator Springs Racers. It it it's done well, yeah. but I mean, California Adventure really didn't have a whole other whole lot to look at. <laughs> right, right. So it was pretty. You're saying that you know that was like a bright spot, and what is otherwise just kind of eh, exactly kind of a park. Eh. That's that's what I think it is. I mean, I don't think people. I don't think Cars resonated as as much with people as they think it did, yeah. which is why I guess they went ahead and greenlit a, a sequel yeah. that most people didn't care for. Yeah. Um, but eh, you know what? They are pushing forward with planes. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, they're like, no, you're going to like this this universe. <laughs> We're going to make sure that we push this down your throat. There's going to be attractions and lands and movies and spinoffs and yeah. sequels. But the Pixar guys aren't doing it, though, are they? What, planes? Yeah. I thought that wasn't a Pixar thing anymore. 
I thought they let go of that and gave it to somebody else. I mean, it's still within the Disney company, but I don't know who I was else say, is doing it. Disney, I mean, Lasseter oversees all now. Yeah, that's true. And, that's true. and really, to me, the defining difference between Disney Animation and Pixar was right. always Lasseter. Right. And, uh, and, and his, um, his vision. Right. For these movies. Now, obviously, Pete Docter and, and Andrew Stanton and everybody, they, they still, I guess, are within the, the Pixar house. I, yeah. don't, I don't guess they cross over. Right. Uh, except for John Carter. Right. <laughs> that, that was like a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, did you ever see that? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, so did a lot of people. <laughs> you know, I'd be, I want to um, see it, though. I'm curious I to see it. I, I just haven't, I got, I'm so behind in movies. I still hadn't seen Iron Man 3 or Superman or anything else yet. You know, I'm I'm rather behind. <laughs> we, we review uh, Man of Steel on in another thing podcast. That's true. Yeah, yeah, do. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, before we continue with the Star Wars thing, this is still rumor, right? It's yeah, it's not official. Exactly. Um, the only reason why I decided we should talk about it is because like on Friday of last week, it it just blew up on the internet all over the place. People were talking about it. Star's Land, Cars Land, coming to MGM or this, that, and the other. So I was like, eh, you know, this might be a worth exploring almost like a, a magic our way type kind of a uh a segment to, yeah. to explore and talk about um the well, thing go ahead no i was gonna say well the thing of it is is that I mean, I, we covered this and, and you could really kind of hear our thoughts in depth yeah on what we would like to see included in this new um star wars land right uh we did that was that like a third oh that was like a, one of our third show. yeah I yeah third that. or four shows i can't remember what it was we even had um eli sit in on that one i have to li- i have to listen to that again just to see what we talked about that seems so long ago even though it was like the beginning of this year it does because i mean it's been rumored that this was going to happen for ever since that you know they bought it right. this is you know this isn't exactly a, a shocker right but at the same time um what, what to me is surprising about this is that we're supposed to be getting that a Cars Land and uh, the to go along with the Fantasyland expansion right. that that still isn't even completed over there and the um, seems like the a Magic lot. Kingdom. It's a lot. It seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I'm not, I have no complaints about that. But man, yeah, they're gonna have to. I can't imagine they're going to go through with all three big projects. And then change, Land. Yeah. Oh, and then that, the, re, the redo sorry, of uh, Downtown Disney. They're doing all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all that plus Avatar Land, that's a lot. No wonder they raise prices. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, you know, that, that is a lot of, uh, that's a lot to go through. Now, here's my thing is like where they're going to put it, right? And, and just to read from this website that has it, and this is uh, from Dizzy Dining's website that, that posted this story. Um, it says, uh, and they're, they're quoting somebody else. It says, the logical places for the, that expansion would be on either side of the existing Stars Tours ride. He's talking about Stars Land. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard, it appears that the expansion would take out the area between Star Tours and the Auto Stunt Show Stadium, um, including the Muppet Theater and Honey, I Shrunk the Adventures Kids Play Area. Okay, all that other stuff doesn't bother me so much. The Muppet thing... That's a deal breaker for me. You know, I, I like the Muppets, man. I like that whole little area around the theater. You know, you got the buildings with like the painting and... Well, the splotch painting from from the Muppets kind of fountain, just, yeah, the fountain, everything. I I like the expansion, mm-hmm. but I don't want to lose the Muppets. No, not at all. Know? That's where I gravitate towards. I mean, in fact, with all the with all the money that you've invested in trying to bring back the Muppets, right. Why would you lose the theater? <laughs> Unless they're gonna give us a Muppet Land somewhere. I don't know if the Muppets are on that great a footing. But then again, neither was Cars <laughs> Yeah, when, yeah. when they made the Cars Land. Um, 
but um, no, I, I absolutely do not want to see that come. The Muppets is without a doubt my favorite thing to that's my favorite attraction in, in oh, the yeah. Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah, it's not absolutely. even close. I mean. I ain't waiting an hour and a half for Toy Story Mania. Right. You know, forget that. I will go. I, I gravitate right towards Muppets Land. I sit out in front of the fountain. I yeah. soak in the atmosphere. I listen to the Muppet tunes playing yeah. on, the, on, the, on the stereo system. And then I love going into the theater. I love seeing the pre-show. Everything about... Well, everything about that theater is so much freaking detail. Yeah. Like the key under the mat thing. That's yeah. just that's just brilliant. It's <laughs> you know, it's just beautiful theming back there. It, it's probably the, to me the most beautiful area of the park. Yeah. Um, I'd hate to lose that. Oh, absolutely, without you know? a doubt. I'm, I mean, this is not a Toad's Wild Ride thing. This is like let me put it like this for me. If they shut down, um, if they shut, if they took out the Muppets. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, for the next two years or whatever, we're going to be under construction on right. our new Star Wars line. That's really no reason for me to go back to Hollywood right. Studios. Right. I mean, except for to see Star Tours, the adventure continues or whatever. And right. they'll... And it's, that's not that... That's not as... I don't even like that as much as I enjoy the Muppets. Right. Um, but to continue, it says... Uh, let's see. But I've also heard consideration of going in the opposite direction which would place the new land on the site of the Backlot Express restaurant mm-hmm. and the Indiana Jones stunt show theater. Sold. Which I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I love Indiana Jones, but man, that show hasn't changed one bit since day one. It's outdated. You've seen it once. You already know the gag. Right, it's, right. And it, it, they're still doing Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, it's a great show. I mean, there's been two other movies. I mean, I love Indiana Jones. I'd love to see them do more with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but... I tell you what, the Indiana Jones attraction in Disneyland is enough to keep me saying, okay, you can let go of the stunt show, but leave me the one in Disneyland. The only reason to keep the stunt show is that it's one of the few things that they have left that gets you into thinking that you're in a, movie? In a, in a working movie studio. Right. And they just need to let go of that. <laughs> I think so, too. Even Universal has let go of that. Right. You go to Universal, you're not... They're not trying to make you believe that movies are shot here on their right. back lot anymore. They have some scenery. They have some, some things that reflect settings. The quote-unquote boneyard. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's about it. I yeah. mean, you know, you go on that back lot studios tour now. It's there's really the only thing you're going there to see is Catastrophe Canyon. And Which that's is, it. Yeah, that's, that's a cool effect. But that's about it. But, I mean, they can figure out a different way to incorporate that, mm-hmm. I think, you know. They just need to kind of abandon that concept altogether. I mean... Make it a celebration of movies. Right. I was about to say, make it a celebration of movies or make it an experience of movies. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm totally fine with that. Right. You know? and, and, that compl- and, and you can still keep the great movie rod, even though that's something you ought to update, because it, it falls in line with that celebration of movies. Yeah. You can still keep, um, uh, what you call it, the, uh, the animation. Um, oh, yeah, the co- animation courtyard. That yeah, that area. they do. Yeah. I wish they would really, I, I wish they did more with that. I mean, that it's such a... It that used really to be neat. such a cool thing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I remember um, that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can keep all that in there, plus put your Star Wars land, plus right. put your... Because, I mean, as it falls now, how does Star Wars land fit back there if it's supposed to be a working studio? I mean, do you do you construct Star Wars land like it's various sets? Right. Well, that's what they did with Star Tours at one point. If you notice, like, the, the outside queue area with the Ewoks... Mm-hmm. It's like on one side, it looks like, you know, when you're walking up to it, it looks like the trees. On the other side, you can tell it's, it's, it's flats. It's exactly. like studio flats. So they still got that going. So what do they do? Do they rework it now and make it look like a fully fleshed out three-dimensional? I think they should, yeah. 
Yeah, well, I, they did like you know Universal did that with ET when you go into ET's world. But then, it, how do you transition between worlds? That's the tough part. Yeah, I mean, how do you go to Tatooine and then walk right next door to Coruscant? Or, you know, it's. it's <sighs> Should you have Coruscant, man? I mean, I don't know. That's it depends on what universe you want to. Well, we just well, I just opened up a can of like, okay, what like what well, what do you do with this? <laughs> like, what what aspect of the universe are you? Is this like you know where the um, um, the prequels and the and yeah the prequels or is it the original trilogy or are you thinking oh, ahead the upcoming or I think it's going to be a little of all know, three is the Death Star still around or you know is it still out there are they going to play play well, that kind of deal you know I heard one person talking about you know building Epcot back there but turning the ball into the Death Star oh good lord yeah I don't think that's going to work out but that would be cool wouldn't it it would be neat <laughs> if, you, if you were able to board one of those cars and take a tour of the Death Star yeah that, <laughs> that would be kind of cool yeah and this is where the uh, stormtroopers eat <laughs> and sleep. You know? But, um, yeah, I mean, we discussed this last time. I mean, they're talking about um, doing the uh, the Creature Cantina yeah, from the very yeah. first. And, and that, to me, is just a no-brainer. The Mos Eisley, can- yeah, yeah. The Mos Eisley thing, yeah. You do that one, and they, what else were they talking about doing? Um, I wouldn't mind a walk through Millennium Falcon. Like a full size, yeah. Walk. Like if they built that hangar, like they have in Mos Eisley, and then you walk in and you're able to kind of walk. Like it'd be, you know what it'd be like? It'd be like going through the uh, the uh, the Indiana Jones, the the tree houses, the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse, or the um, Tarzan treehouse. I would akin into that kind of attraction. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a walk through Millennium. I think that'd be hip. At least I would dig that. <laughs> I would dig that. I just don't know how you really move people through there because I mean Millennium Fal- the Millennium Falcon is a cockpit it's the area where they kind of right. s- sat around where um, you know where they played chess and, and well, it's a whole big <laughs> ship. learned how to use the force yeah. uh, but I mean do you really think you can get that many people through there you, that there's that much to see I think there I mean that's a pretty big ship you know I can't really get my bearings I mean, I'm sure somewhere but on the But for internet, what they've shown on the, on the in movies, the movies right. yeah, you've only really seen two parts of that ship. Right, right, right. It. Yeah, you haven't seen too much, but I'm sure there's more. Okay, you so you, you're cool with them, like... I'm cool with it, up. yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on. And I'm sure in the Star Wars universe, somebody has a schematic of what the actual layout of the Millennium Falcon looks like. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if I Google <laughs> it, I could find it. You know? Oh, I, no doubt. I could know where the bathrooms are or the, the you know, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The engine room, you know. Or That's something a good like that. question. Is there a bathroom on the Millennium there's, Falcon? There's got to be. Space bathroom or some sort. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's practical. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah. I, that, so obviously the Indiana Jones area, that'd be a killer. That'd be a, I'll be okay with that place for the new Star Wars land. Yes, yeah, old. You know? Done. Yeah. So I'm good with that. Yeah. So um, what do you think about this overall idea of them bringing, bringing a Star Wars land? Like, would you be in favor of them doing it? Is I it? love it. I think they should, you know. <laughs> well, let's take it. Of course, let's take it back to the Bantam Mouse rating. You know, win, fail, or meh. What do you, what do you think? Win. Yeah, absolute win. I yeah. think so, too. What about, what about the Cars Land deal? Win. I'd say win as well. Yeah. Uh, anything that you could do to make that studio's... Um, Something to go back to. Yeah. When? Absolutely. Uh, I think the studios have been stale for a long, long time now. Yeah. And granted, what they did with Star Tours was great, but really all it is is you fl- is you switched out the movies. Yeah. You know? My only thing Which is, I is wonder, nice. Yeah. It's nice, and it, it makes it a little bit different, but it's still the exact same ride right. that you went on before. Uh, may, maybe a little bit different because it's in 3D now, I right. suppose. But, I mean, it wasn't that severe of an alteration. Right. 
to the show. So I, anything that you can do to help out that that land, yeah, uh, to help out that park, I think much needed, much deserved. Yeah, I agree. I wonder. If, I hope they didn't confine themselves to a small area. It's not exactly a big park, right? And I'm not no. exactly sure what's around them, but I, I think they're kind of restricted mm-hmm. as far as how far they can expand. It's almost like I almost get the feeling that's like a Disneyland-esque type situation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I know there's roads on either side of them, so they're they're kind of limited in which way they can expand out that way. Yeah, uh, I know there's hotels surrounding them in the canal that takes the boat, so they're kind of limited in that respect. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they, because I mean I think there's so much they could do with that park, That's with true. that theme of Hollywood and everything else that would actually be kind of you know that'd be nice to see them uh, uh, really work on. Yeah, I mean, and there's so much of that park that unfortunately you could just get rid of. Yeah, um, what would you get rid of in that park? Just curiosity. I am. I know it's impossible, but I'm in favor of keeping that entire um, section back there where they do the Oswald Spectacle of Lights. That New York Street. Oh yeah, yeah, the backlight. That was part of the backlight tour. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That being able to walk around that environment. Yeah, it's just something that feels great about it. Right. Um, Having said that, that entire hangar where they do where that Roger Rabbit um, warehouse used to used yeah, to be right. that can go I think that um, which is a shame because I really used to like that I, I like the whole Roger Rabbit thing but I did but they once they lost the theme that was the end of it right, right. I mean even the, the what you call it the um, what do you call it the dip machine the dip machine yeah. that, that disappeared um, which you call yeah it? now it's a tram bus yeah <laughs> it's Stupid. Yeah, yeah, and it squirts water at you with yeah. it next to a Coke server outlet. Um, but beyond that, I, also the um, lights, motor stunt show. Yeah, don't need it. Right, never did. Uh, again, trying to trying to give you an idea that this is a working studio, I guess. Um, well, I think that was well, it was supposed to be for a celebration. It was only supposed to be a visiting attraction, right? Wasn't that their whole premise when they brought all those things in? I don't remember them specifically saying that it was just visiting. See, but I thought it, I thought that's what it was like. I, yeah, I, I never got the impression that this was something that they that they really thought was going to bring in the crowds. Right. It, it seemed like something they kind of threw together just because it's like, well, we hadn't done anything at the studios in a while. Right. Let's throw this in there. Because uh, at the same time, what they brought that and they brought Soren and they brought a couple other things. I can't remember after that, but those are the two biggies I remember. Yeah. Because uh, they were bringing in, for, uh, well, I can't remember what the celebration was. Maybe it was somebody out there is probably screaming at their iPods again. Uh, or my, for a freshman, I can probably Google it. But anyway, yeah, I remember them bringing it in because they're bringing stuff from different parts of the parks from around the world. I remember it. And everything else. I just, uh, so I never thought it would stay as long as it has. But you're right, I wouldn't mind seeing something different there. Now, that and uh, what you call obviously Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. That can go. Uh, American, American Idol. Idol can go. Oh God, just get it out. Yeah, of there. that can, that can split. Um, and uh, God, that's probably like <laughs> a quarter of the park right now that we've just discussed yeah. that can go. And I don't know what it, what they got left to expand that to. I mean, where was the um? You remember, like when you used to board the the studio tour, they used to take you past all those houses where, like, yeah. the, the Golden Residential Girls houses Street, yeah, and stuff Resi- like that. Where what's there now? Is that where Mode Lights Motor I think Action that's where is? Lights Motor Action okay. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that used to be part of the tour. Because now it's just that Cityscape Street thing. 
and oh, Catastrophe Canyon. All that can go. Yeah. The Catastrophe, Catastrophe Canyon can go. That whole entire backlot tour kind of thing. That that yeah. there's nothing to see there. Quit pulling our legs. Right, right, right. Uh, so that can go. Um, so yeah, that should free up enough spot to get enough space to get us. Uh, um, That'll take some time. That's like another theme park redo. That's a big time theme park redo. Kind of like what they did with California Adventure, but maybe twice as big, if not more. Yeah. You know, but. We'll see. Well, I'll give them the benefit. I mean, of really, what, do. <laughs> what do you go to beyond that? I mean, it's just like you'll have Toy Story Mania, Twilight Zone, Rock and uh, Roller Coaster, rock and roller coaster. whoever decides they decide to use. Mm-hmm. Great movie ride. Yeah. Star Tours. Uh, maybe. They, they may have to do some work to kind of incorporate the uh, exterior of Star Tours into the new Star Wars universe. Right. Oh, they may yeah. have to shut it down for that. That's true. True. Um. Even though they just redid it, you think they just reopened it with a whole well, Star Tours 2.0? The inside, yeah, but the exterior queue that has you in indoor. Oh, I got like, you. Yeah. What if they want to do a whole thing with indoor over off to the side somewhere? Or, I mean, don't they have like a at at walker in yeah. indoor? Isn't that a little bit strange? Yeah, the the extended queue area is indoor, and then they have an at at walker sitting there spraying you with water. Exactly, and the Adat Walker is supposed to be in Hoth. So, what if there's a Hoth? Why is the Adat Walker in <laughs> on the the green planet where all the trees right. are that they probably can't get through? Which, if they do make a Hoth, you know, I, that we would have to add that to one of our cool places to relax in Disney World. Oh yeah, that'd be because nice. that'd be pretty killer. Get to ride a Tauntaun. <laughs> we can go in a Tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Millennium Falcon. Take a nap in a Tauntaun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a fun attraction. You know, oh, it smells in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just like a tauntaun. No worse than Stitch burping in your face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that can go. Even, you know, well, I'm that, sure that's can... another topic for another day. Is how to fix Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, be enough. we have to put that on our list of things to discuss. We need to go back and listen to these old shows and figure out all the ideas that we have that we have trouble formulating when it's time to do a show. Right, right, right. music gets me every time yeah doesn't it mm-hmm mm-hmm she broke my heart <laughs> well say goodbye yeah i know <laughs> yeah so, well either by the sound of those tones you know it's time for us to wrap up this show show number 17 um yeah we had a, quite a bit to talk about here while we waiting did. in line i don't yeah. think i don't think we ever made it to the ride yet no, I think we it rained and we got out of line. Yeah, and now we're just gonna go. We made it past the fast pass checkpoint. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. I mean, they, they took our fast passes, but we're just still in line <laughs> for another uh, ninety minutes, which is odd for a fast pass line, right? It must be the Toy Story. It must be line. Toy Story line. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Have to go up and down. I'll never get why people love that ride. <laughs> I don't. You know, my kid likes it. I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, I have it for my Wii, so it's it's, exactly. it's almost the same kind of thing. So it's like, eh. Yeah, it's like it really. It's like you're playing a video game, but you just so happen to be in a little car when you do it. I don't yeah, get it. It spins. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 unique. I'll give it that. It's definitely unique in that in Disney World. You know, there's not another attraction that does that. I guess. Mm, buzz. I mean, you got to. I mean, well, yeah, buzz. But I mean, that that shooting kind of thing is kind of along the same lines as the shooting gallery in Frontierland. I know. I like both of those better. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it's 3D. I mean, it's, I mean, not 3D. Oh, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> P- um, Midway Mania is 3D. It's it's real life. It's I mean, real, what oh, you, yeah. You, what you, you see, see real is, targets. I see exactly. what you mean. Yeah. 
All right, Flowers, I'll give that to you. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't like the move towards. I like. I like them have still having a focus on attractions that aren't all virtual reality. That that right. are what they are. Right. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I got totally agree with that. Um, but anyway, uh, so just a couple of things. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter. You can find us at Magic Our Way. Uh, you could also follow us or like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Magic Our Way. I think there's a podcast. Maybe there's no podcast. Hey, you can find us. Search for Magic Our Way. <laughs> um, you can follow our videos on Keek. And sometime soon, we're actually going to do these little drink videos about how to make your own Lapu Lapu and how to make your own magical star. You know, quick little videos. You can do that. So follow us on Keek for some video statuses from the Magic Our Way team. We do need to do that. We, we need, we need we're, to we're have to a do that, yeah. 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 We have to do that when I'm not working so much. Maybe next week. Who knows? Maybe we can yeah, shoot like, some videos if we're not too busy. We'll get together during the weekend. Because we'll, they're short videos. I yeah. Mean, it's like, I think like 30 seconds or a minute at the most. Shoot the videos and then we'll drink the drinks and then we'll do the podcast completely obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a whole different show. That's one to invite Aaron for. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. We'll have another Aaron show hopefully eventually in the future. And a host of other topics. Um, if there's anything you want to hear us discuss or uh, have any questions for us or any comments or uh, just whatever. You know, if you just want to say, hey, or if you just want to say, you know, you guys, eh, that's fine, too. <laughs> well, we really, you know, I accept both sides. There's always a yin and yang in life. And so I accept both. So but email us at magicourway at gmail.com and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hear you. Reach out to us. We want to hear from our listeners out there, the people that are downloading and listening to us wax on about Disney. <laughs> tell us why we suck. Oh. <laughs> or tell us why we're good. Exactly. You know, either way, doesn't matter. It doesn't bother us. We do this because we out of the sure love of this of this thing we call Disney. Oh, of course. Our passion. That's one thing I like about doing this is that I don't have to be good at it. You know, it's like I can figure it out as I go because I'm not getting paid for it. Right. The minute I get paid for it, then y'all can have expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would, you know, if you want to sponsor the show, we'd be glad to accept sponsors to help offset the cost of the show. Da, 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 da. Again, email us at magicartourway at gmail.com. Um, is there, did I forget anything? Have I normal I want to start a campaign to get Jim Hill on the show. Really? I do. I bet you we can get Jim Hill on the show. I, I would love to. He seems I mean, pretty he, accessible. He goes to every other show. I mean, Jim that, Corkus does that. I wouldn't mind talking to Jim Corkus too. He's pretty good as well. We need to start reaching out to other podcasts. Yeah, we now, should. Now that we've done 17 shows. Yeah, I know. Maybe, I mean, maybe we how many get shows to, before you're legit? I don't know. Maybe we got to get to like 25. Then we like, what, a silver silver, a silver podcast or something? That's like, 25 is a good number, I think. Okay, 25 shows. We'll consider ourselves legit. And then we'll try and like interview an Imagineer or... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll start shooting for the stars even bigger. <laughs> We're going to start locally, and then we're going we're to start branching out. I, I want yeah. Jim Hill on the podcast. That guy is I know. Trip. You're big for you. You like that I dude. love Jim Hill. I, I, love, I love going to his website. I love reading those behind-the-scenes stories. Yeah, it's, it's neat. I like hearing all those different t- types of stories. Yeah. And there are so else. many questions I'd love to ask him about yep. different attractions and whatnot. So, anyway, um, that, that's, been, that's our show number 17. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Oh, one other thing. If you're on iTunes, leave us a rating. You know, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. You know, tweet out to your friends or put on your status that you're listening to our show. Tell your friends about it. Uh, we always appreciate you down- taking the time to listen to us, number one, and, take- and also downloading the show. 
Um, so we appreciate you doing that. You know, it just it just makes me happy that somebody's actually listening. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a good thing, and um, and hopefully we've we've touched you in some way, made your day a little bit more magical. And hopefully we didn't touch you anywhere inappropriate. Yes, because we wouldn't like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, on that note, uh, my name is Kevin, and I'm Danny. Magic out. That was fun.